welcome to the Dear Loves Just Breathe podcast with me, Elisa Lindstrom. I'm here to help you to clutter your home in an easy and authentic way so you can have less clutter in your home and your life. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today I have on Pamela Summers, who is a best-selling author and an award-winning entrepreneur. Um, she is going to help us find our sparkle inside and out. Pamela, welcome. Oh, hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, thank you for coming. Um, so can you explain a little bit about what you do and how you got started? Yes, yeah, certainly. Well, basically, in a nutshell, I help women find their inner and outer sparkle um, and just basically live their best life and empower them to go for their dreams. And all this happened just by accident. And it was literally an accident. It was one hot summer's day in August. Um, I had some time off and I saw some rose bushes and they'd been bugging me for a while. I kept asking my partner to chop them down but he you know it's one of these oh it'll happen next week next week and next week never comes so I thought I decided I'll go and tackle them and I'm by no means a gardener at all so I ordered these heavy duty tools online I went into the garden and I was trying to hack these rose bushes up and they were so thick and huge uh, honestly it was terrible um so anyway I think in the end, a little bit out of temper, really, determination to get them done. I was doing them and I, I was using these duty tools. They were so heavy. Um, and all of a sudden I used it and my hands started to shake. I went to grab a glass of water and I couldn't even hold a glass of water. And I thought, oh, no, this isn't right. Why is this? So my hands started shaking and cut a long story short, I went to the doctors and went saw several doctors in the end. And they basically told me that I couldn't use my hand. I had limited use of my right hand. I was absolutely devastated because I was right-handed because um, it, it was a summer holidays at the time. And I was worried about how to go back to work. I was working in school at the moment, job I loved. Um, a few times I tried to go back to work, but I couldn't. I was told it's, you can't do it. And they said, but I went back to the doctors and they basically said to me, look, if you go, if you try to work on it, it could become permanent. So, you know, it's your call, but you need, you need to basically not use it. So I'm a musician and I played guitar, like songs and stuff like that. So I, was, I couldn't play the guitar. I was absolutely devastated. I couldn't work. How was I going to support my family? I thought I couldn't even do the basic stuff like um, putting on a pair of jeans or brushing my hair, washing my hair and cutting food. I needed help with everything. So my world just turned upside down overnight, it seemed. And I didn't know just what to do. I was in despair. I was in a really dark place. It's really getting down. Um, I'm a Christian. I prayed. Well, this must have happened for a reason. What's my next steps? And by chance, it was while I was in a physio room waiting for an appointment. And I bought myself a bracelet to cheer myself up. And the receptionist looked over at me and said, oh, it's a really lovely bracelet. And we start talking about it. And although it may sound like something simple and it made my day, it really made my year, really. I went home with a skip in my step. You know, I was felt so good after being so down for so long. And later that evening, I was watching TV and I was speaking to my son. And I said, you know what? I would love to make other women feel just as special as I do after that compliment. What can I do? 
And it was almost a, this bracelet was peeking at me, twinkling at me in a way. Um, and I thought, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell some of these bracelets. So I started selling a few to see how they went, and they went really well. Um, and then my son is quite gifted in the website department, so he built a website. And we started selling a few, and they went like hotcakes. Then we expanded the line, selling other things, and they went really well. And then I thought, I know, where could I, when could I, when do women feel the most special? And I thought, on their wedding day. So the, the brand really expanded into wedding jewellery. And before we knew it, we started winning awards. Um, so many awards we were winning internationally. And then British Vogue got in touch. Other pu publications got in touch and started getting featured in media. And it just went all from there, uh, you know. So that was my story as an entrepreneur. And then later, um, one evening, I, I was watching the news and... At that time, there was a tremendous amount of uh, teenage suicide. And I remember being really disturbed by this. And I thought, oh, no, young people killing themselves, feeling really down and lonely. And, and I, it reminded me of when I was young and when times when I felt lonely and really down like that. So I thought, oh, what can I do to help? So that night I just went to bed. And the next morning I thought, you know what I want to do? I want to write. I want to write a book to help. So I started writing and I was literally as if I was writing to one person. In a way, it was like writing to a younger version of me. So I wrote this book called Life Lessons from a 40-something. And it was basically about my experience in life growing up. And in there, I had tips of how I um, built up my self-esteem, self-worth, things that they can do to gain confidence and feel good in themselves. And most importantly, to feel that they are enough that they matter, you know, you matter. Now, I only was going to write one book, but then I started hearing from readers, uh, young people getting in touch with me from all over the world. Um, one lady was from Japan and, you know, another one from Italy, thanking me for writing a book and telling me how it helped them. Um, so I thought, oh, my word, you know, I thought, you know, before I thought if I could help one person, then I've done my job. But it was really um, helping people. And I thought, oh, that's, what, that's what I want to do more of, do more of that. So it was almost as if, like, no, you're not finished there. The message was you need to keep writing. And then um, my next book, um, Building Castles in the Sky, um, that stood over a conversation I had with my mother, who's no longer with us. Um, but when I was a teenager, I, I was so into music, and I remember her telling her my plans. And she said to me, oh, you know, you're building castles in the sky. And I remember being really cross at the time, being a teenager, and I was like, no, I'm not, you know. So, and I thought back to this message that she said back then, but then I thought, actually, she's got a point. I am building castles in the sky in a way, but what I'm doing is you have to think about those things first in your head and before you can make them reality. You have to have those dreams first. So in a way, I reframed it, this message, so this is how this book came about. And it was all about mindset and helping people make their dreams come true. Um, so the first book um, became international award winning. Um, it was a bestseller. And the second book got to Amazon number one bestseller. So and then it continued from there. And then my next books, I talked about um, how it's never too late um, to start over. And it was all about women reconnecting with themselves, falling in love with themselves 
and living a life you love. So that was a fabulously new series. And then the second one from that series was all about feeling amazing and thrive. So really igniting your passion and, um, you know, going for your dreams, empowering yourself. And here I am now, really. That's how it all began. Wow. So um, the readers or the readers, the listeners don't know that I'm thinking of books. Um, the listeners don't know this, but you and I were in a group together and I did not know the story. And this is this is just I had no idea. That's so cool. Wow. <laughs> so fascinating. And um, it all started with just a bracelet, just a little bracelet and um, a really, a really bad situation. And you turned it all around um, in a way you probably didn't even know you were going to do that. No, that is- not at all. I didn't see that coming at all. You know, it just makes, you know, if you just take that first step, you just don't know where it's going to lead. That's, that's, that's a great takeaway, but I know you wanted um, to offer some, some thoughts and some um, tips for people who are listening. So do you want to um, speak on that? Yeah, sure. Um, right. I, I firstly, I think it all comes down to foundation part, really. And that is the, the basic necessities of sleep, you know, getting enough sleep, quality sleep, having a great morning routine, setting yourself up for success. And I think even that starts from the night before. So, for example, plan your day in advance. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be strict, you know, um, but have an idea of what you're going to do, because then when you get up, you know exactly what you're going for. And that helps get you motivated and get you going for the day. Um, I always like to wake up with the gratitude. So I always like to say th- three things I'm grateful for as soon as I start, as soon as I wake up, since I open my eyes. Um, and then that serves as a really great reminder. And I thought it makes you feel good as well for appreciate what you have right now. Because a lot of the time we're always like, you see social media, our heads constantly spinning. Oh, this person's got that, that person's got this, I haven't. Well, I think turning around and being grateful for what you have, actually, you start off with your cup full, you know, appreciating what you have got, is whether it's a roof over your head, you've got your family, um, you've got food, you turn the tap on, there's water and things that we take for granted, you know. Um, and I, I like to start off with that. I also like to work out, do some exercise. If you're able to, even if a few stretches makes all the difference, movement really does help and, you know, it shifts your mood. So if you're feeling a bit down, I always like to put some music on, just start dancing around. I think that instantly changes my mood anyway. <laughs> um, you know, whatever it is for you, if you like to sing, go sing. If you want to sit in the garden, I think it's really important to do those little feel-good tips. I mean, if you're feeling a bit deflated, what I like to do is just, I mean, if you can look at yourself in the mirror, if not, just connect with yourself and just ask yourself, what one thing could I do right now to make myself feel just a little bit better even? Even if that means making yourself a cup of tea, sitting down, um, reading or getting some fresh air, whatever it is for you. Just do those little things. It doesn't have to be great big things, but just even a little movement in the right, you know, in that direction can make all the difference. That's so helpful. Thank you. Um, what was I going to ask? Uh, <laughs> are you working on anything right now? Is there any projects? Are you working on another book or are you just focusing? I am actually, yes. Actually, I'm writing a book at the moment. It's um, It's all about being in the present moment. 
because I think a lot of the times we're so busy doing, 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 you know, you've got to do more, do more, do more. And I'm feeling that called to be, just be, you know, reconnect with yourself and just enjoy that present moment because you're never going to get this moment again, you know. So make the most of it and really, uh, you know, savour it um, and make the most. Because I always think like today you're making tomorrow's memories. So, you know, just appreciate what you have now and just be in that moment, reconnect with yourself. And I also find that um, just checking in with yourself throughout the day, um, having that quiet moment um, to just feel how are you really feeling? You know, a lot of the times we're putting all these multiple hats and sometimes we have to put on a brave face and in front of other people. Sometimes we might, you know, when people say, how are you? And you say, oh, I'm fine or something like that. But then how are you really feeling inside? And just, I think it's important to reconnect with yourself every now and again. And I've been doing that more and I think it's really helped me move forward and just be true to myself and be more aligned and more focused and also um, more aligned with your own values and your beliefs, your core beliefs. And so there's no conflicts. Because I think if you if you start conflicting with yourself, you're doing one thing, but it's not aligned with what you truly feel is right. I think that can cause problems. I mean, sometimes it can come up as end up stressing you out, burnout, ill health, and it can come up in all different ways. But I think if you listen to yourself and listen to your heart, you kind of know if you're on the right track or not, I think. Yeah, definitely. When you connect with your yeah. or self, that's when you when you can hear when you can hear best about what yeah. to do. And, and where you are. And, and I love that um, connecting with yourself throughout the day um, about your emotions, because I do think not just when people say, um, how are you doing? And you automatically say, oh, I'm fine. Because I think that that's sort of what our society has. Mm -hmm. us, right. Um, but also um, I've been thinking about social media a lot and how, and I know people talk about, everyone talks about social media these days about the stuff and mental health, but like, mm -hmm. you know, it's so easy and not just social media, but just like being on the phone in other ways. It's so easy to get distracted and totally disconnected mm -hmm. with who you are and, um, and how you feel not like completely, or you could use social media or just the computer and just, or, you know, the, the phone or the computer, or whatever technology mm. and just completely, I don't want to say disassociate, but just completely like push aside every feel it's a way of escaping. And then you're really not connected with how you feel. And then you're really not connected with who you are. So, yeah, I love that you, um, brought that as a tip that's a great tip to connect with yourself every once in a while and just say how am I really feeling yeah I mean I think also sometimes you're avoiding issues that you don't even realize it you know sometimes yeah. you might put on these different masks whether you're at work or you're with your family or or whatever official you know like um formal event or anything and you, you kind of you fill yourself up with time with so many things to do and sometimes it's a bit like avoiding because sometimes maybe you're afraid to see what you're all about, really. I think that can happen as well. Um, you busy yourself up. You don't want to face stuff that might be going on inside. And I think having that time to reconnect yourself 
makes you face it actually i'm feeling i'm feeling really lonely at the moment i'm feeling a bit down um i think people can be afraid to face that because that can be pretty uncomfortable when you're faced with that you know um but it's only when you acknowledge it and track it even that you can do something about it and change it because if you're pushing it down pushing it down all the time it's going to surface at one point or another I mean, whether that's going to come up in an argument or something or I don't know, but it can come up. Um, So I think it's important to keep, um, you know, reflecting now and again. I think it's good for us. Yeah, I completely agree. And when you kept on saying that thing about the um, pushing it down, I was thinking, I don't know who who said this. But somebody said something about, you know, if you keep on pushing your feelings down and pushing them down and pushing them down, it's almost like you're putting like your feelings are a a balloon and you're in the water and you're pushing it down your or uh, what are those those uh, beach balls and you're pushing it down, you're you're pushing down. Eventually, it's just going to pop up. So it's like you can push it down as much as you want, but you might just face it. I mean, that's, that's kind of harsh, but you might as well just face it. And, 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 and because otherwise it could be a hundred times worse. And whatever. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so sort of yeah. nip it in the bud really while you, while you can really. <laughs> and then there is also, there's that, that um, thing, that idea that uh, there was a meme going around about a saying in Ireland, maybe <laughs> totally like messing this up if someone's from Ireland and listening and they're like, that's not from Ireland. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this whole idea of feelings are not, they, they sort of just pass through us. And so like, it's, it, you're not, you're not the feeling you have the feeling and it's temporary. Mm. Right. And mm-hmm. so with, you know, if, if, if you're avoiding your feelings and you just see it as, okay, well, if I just admit to my feelings and I just check in with myself, like you're saying, and just understand that this is just a feeling and it's going to pass. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I mean, I always think that um, everything is temporary and that includes bad stuff as well. We seem to forget that, you know, just because you may be in a bad place now doesn't mean you're going to stay that place you know it's not going to last forever but I think there is a relative I mean you do have to detach to it in a certain state to to be able to do something about it you will have to sort of remove like for example I mean it's like um to say someone is um a smoker for example um they've and say they've smoked for years but if they detach and and stop seeing themselves so much as a smoker, whereas you could say that, oh, I have a smoking habit, but you could actually change that. I think not connecting with that, not saying I am a smoker or saying I have a smoking, I have a smoking habit or something like that. Removing yourself from that distancing means you're able to actually, yeah, but I can change this. It makes, it helps you look at that and say, actually, I'm able to do something about this. I don't have to be a smoker. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. I think not um, saying that you are that whatever it is, you know, connecting yourself with that identity. Identity has a lot of things, you know, with it. If you see yourself as a smoker, you're it's going to be harder for you to give it up. If you see if you see yourself as um, what can I say? Something else that's a bad habit. Um, 
an alcoholic, for example, um, whereas you are, you know, you, you can detach from it. You know, um, if you're able to detach from it, you're able to do something about it. I think, I don't know really, but I think it empowers you that able, yes, okay, I have this habit, but I can do something about it. I'm not powerless, you know, empower yourself instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll call it though, it might, might be a little tricky because there's like that addiction thing to it. But There is the addiction thing and it is obviously a health um, thing. I know because my mum was an alcoholic, so I know, I know that too well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but, but someone I, who has a problem drinking, maybe not, is not a, what would be classified as an alcoholic, but sure, sure, if it's someone who has the drink every night, you know, and, you know, there's so many people, at least that I know in the States that there's this, just this casual drinking and like, oh, it's, it's, they just put it up all over their social media accounts. Like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Isn't this fun? And it's like, uh, Mm. (laughs) the issue is, is when when it becomes the norm, when, when it becomes the norm, you know, where, where everyone thinks that, you know, they feel strange for not having a drink, you know, it's like they almost alienated. That's the issue, isn't it? Because it's so, so many social drinking. And if yeah. someone's not having a drink and they're made to feel like something's wrong with them, for example, especially in the workplace, you know, if everyone's going out for drinks after work um, and they're not, see, there's things like that as well. But then that's where you have to reconnect yourself and find out what what do you want to do? Do, do you want to, you know have that strength in yourself to know, okay, I can have X amount of drinks and that's it. But then that's, that involves a discipline as well. So there's more yeah. to it. And then, and then bringing it all around um, and that the discipline too, uh, you know, if you're going out to drinks with your friends and you're not technically, you're not uh, classified as an alcoholic, but if you're going out to drink with your friends yeah. after work, um, why? Are you, what are you trying to, what are you trying to hide from? Because we all know when you have more than one or two, you know, depending on your weight and everything, <laughs> or number of drinks. Like I know that when I used to drink, I was like a lightweight because I barely ever drank, but you know, like when, when, you know, like alcohol is gonna keep you from feeling the feelings. So mm, to numb it, to avoid it. Yeah, yeah. It. and so what? Are, what? Why are you? Why are you uh, avoiding your feelings? What's going on? And and it's scary to do those questions, but again, it's something that yeah, to-, to move to move forward, and yeah, it depends. I suppose it depends on what your what your life goals is, and what your ideals are, and what what you want to do as well. Because obviously, there's also people pleasing as well. That's one of the things that. It's detrimental for people and they always trying to please others but they forget about themselves you know how about loving yourself and um what what do you stand for what what do you want out of life and what you know what what things are you aligned with and uh, what's your vision and things like that I think people are so busy pleasing others a lot of the time they forget about themselves and I think they forget to love themselves you know yeah yeah um it's so great that you wrote those books and I love that one of them is for teenagers it's just so good um so so this is what you talk about in these books and how how to connect with yourself and how to love yourself and 
um find your sparkle right isn't it's oh yeah absolutely find your true self you know um instead of pointing yourself down find your true self and what lights you up find your passion and your purpose you know because that will motivate you for life and you know so instead of just surviving you're thriving you're living your dream and you know your passion and and I think that makes such a difference it really does oh totally um, so if someone is looking for you, um, I will put your information in the show notes. Um, if they wanted one of your books, would they just, um, I'm not a fan of this big bookseller <laughs> online. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You Googled you can, your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can Google it and um, it'll come up because there are other uh, bookshops as well, so. Yeah, so there's and you can even on. go into the li- library as well. You can go to the library, I, ask, you know, ask library <laughs> or independent bookstores. Um, Pamela Summers, Summers is spelled S O M M E R S. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Got four books with another one on the way. I'm so excited. I'm gonna have to start reading <laughs> books. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, thank you so much for coming on today and and all of your wisdom on connecting. Oh and and oh it's absolute pleasure thank you for having me so you you mentioned something earlier before we started recording about a free gift for the listeners do you want to say a little bit about that oh absolutely I have a a mental fitness guide and basically it's like a checklist of you keeping on top of your fitness game because it's not all about physical exercise it's also mental health helps as well so it's all included in there will be tips about how to keep up your mental resilience um keeping mentally fit and upbeat and just feel your feel your best excellent okay so i will put the link for that in the show notes so if anyone's interested they will hop on and grab that thank you thank you for listening to the dear loves just breathe podcast if you love this podcast don't forget to subscribe And if you want to know more about the Declutter Your World, Master Your Space and Life program, check out the show notes for more information. Have a great day.